Do you want to start a business, get out of the office, achieve happiness and success while crushing life? This is Boss to Boss, the place to be for that extra motivation to get up and follow your dreams while learning from the ones who have already done it. And now for your host, Miro Wieslow. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Boss to Boss. R&R <laughs> Rants and Recaps, episode 36. Here I am, Miro Wieslow, along with Steve Wiley. Steve, how's it going? Good, good, good. Awesome. Can't wait. Can't wait for what? Can't okay. wait to get going. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's get going. I love the excitement in there. All right. So a couple of weeks ago, about a couple few weeks ago, we had an episode. It was... um about hiring and retaining employees and contractors and kind of going uh, back and forth with our two different industries. And here we are. We said we have a lot more a lot more to talk about. You know, it was a very great topic, great feedback from it. And now we kind of want to hit on the other points of when you actually have this team you're working with, you know, these employees versus contractors, uh, what do you do now to retain them? And more specifically, what do you do when things go wrong? How do you fire them? Right. What, and and what if they're family and friends? What if they're five thousand miles away? A lot of a lot of great topics. A lot of things we want to hit up. You know, get more, get into more detail with you, Steve. Without further ado, um, what's something that you think? Uh, something I guess that you struggle with. You know, when you're trying to figure out whether or not you should keep someone or not. Well, um, that's a good question, and I think that like the number one thing that, that really gets in the way a lot of times is, you know, people are likable a lot of times personally and, uh, you know, friendly and like you kind of get a bond with somebody that you work with obviously. But when the work isn't there and, you know, you have to remember you're running a business, it's not like, you know, a clubhouse, you know? So, as far as the, the biggest, the biggest thing is kind of separating business from friendship, you know, and, and that's, that's a struggle. And I think a lot of people kind of run into that because, you know, too many people keep people around, um, you know, just, just because of, you know, it's, it's hard to get rid of somebody or it's hard to, you know, kind of put yourself in that, in that situation of mm-hmm. like, being the bad guy, you know, and kind of hurting that relationship. And, you know, and that's, yeah, that's a, that's a big, it's a big stress. I mean, have you, have you dealt with that yourself yet? Yeah, definitely. And uh, just to give everybody else a quick background, um, if you didn't listen to part one of this episode, you know, Steve, Steve runs intrinsic marketing. So he does all types of uh, development, you know, all types of advertising, design, you know, all types of work, uh, focusing a lot on marketing and web development. And for me, I'm, I'm with HodgePodge, so it's more the storage, um, junk removal, moving, you know, benefiting charities industry. So two totally different industries, and we're just, you know, kind of going back and forth about right. key, key issues and topics that we, we deal with every day, especially, you know, becoming a boss and, you know, running the show and just showing that it's not that easy and, you know, some things that you might be dealing with yourself. And for me, I guess, um, yeah, I've, I've had numerous situations and kind of dealing with one right now. So 
I don't want to get too into it because just in case one of these guys is uh, tuning in and listening, though, I finally, it is someone actually that is related to my business partner's, uh, one of his like work, uh, one of his top guys. It's like his like brother-in-law, long story short. So it's definitely like a connection, you know, through, through the people I work with. And, you know, let's just say some things aren't going too well. And here I am kind of in the middle of it all. I got to make a choice. You know, do I do I do what's best for the business, for the company? Do I, you know, or do I do I possibly with that in turn hurt the relationship with um, my business partner wouldn't care. But like, you know, he it's one of his top guys. Do I hurt the relationship with him who were very close and we help each other, you know, with with our businesses whenever we could. And um, and yeah, so that's it's it's not an easy uh, not an easy thing to do. I mean, that's just one example. I could go through many, but um, I guess one thing I've done a lot, and, and for me being local, you know, I know for you, Steve, it's a little different. You have a lot of people that work remote. For right. me, for me, I see a lot of these guys. I see my teammates all the time. Um, whenever I could, I drop by job sites. You know, I still do a lot of jobs myself, so I always have that opportunity to sit down and you know pull them aside. And have a one-on-one that you know that face-to-face talk, which I, I think personally it's so important. So like you know with you, I'm curious how you do these talks if you don't see the people. You know I I could imagine it can't be too easy, and there's definitely some miscommunication probably at times because you know you don't get unless you do like Skype calls like we are right now. Uh, you don't you don't get uh all the ver you know all the all the contextual non nonverbal right? nonverbal communication yeah exactly so, right. Yeah. Um, so I don't do Skype calls and I don't do Skype, Skype calls for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, I deal with a lot of technical people that are a lot of, a lot of times people that, um, are in the field that I'm in, they're introverts. Like being on camera is like the most terrifying thing in the whole world. Um, so a lot of times it's kind of like, uh, oh, what are you going to product placement there? <laughs> okay. I know you and your LaCroix, but <clears throat> no. So and, like, I and, both- and avocado toast, you forgot. Oh yeah. Okay. You're a real hipster, huh? Okay. Um, but no, what I was saying is like a lot of the people that I deal with, it's, um, that aren't salespeople at least. Mm-hmm it's like their biggest fear to be on camera. So I don't force people to do Skype calls. When I first started out, I wanted to do like weekly meetings and things like that. But dealing with contractors, like everybody, as long as they get their job done and it, and it's good, it's all I care about. I'm not a babysitter. I tell people that like, you know, when they, when they work, when they first start working, I'm not going to babysit you. I'm not like a, a a cattle driver, you know, I'm not going to like, you know, hold your hand through everything. You could either do it or you can't. And if you can, then you get paid. If you can't, then you don't. And that's just how it works. So like, um, yeah, I mean like, uh, it makes it a little easier, um, to deal with, you know, having to let somebody go when you're not constantly mm-hmm. going back and forth with them, you know, seeing them face to face all the time. That's a, that's a, a, I mean, it's something that's important because in this business, some people just aren't cut out for certain projects, you know, like even if they're good at writing, maybe they have no knowledge about a certain topic. So I have to find somebody else anyway. So it's like, you know, there's a lot of kind of interchangeability, uh, that kind of goes on with what I do, you know, like, um, 
you know, one project that could be exactly the same job, but a different company, Mm -hmm. I would need a completely different team. So, you know, that's, that's kind of how it goes. Now, obviously there's, there's core people that, you know, um, are my go-tos for certain things, you know, like, uh, you know, for design and building and development for websites, you know, that's kind of like a uniform thing. You know, you kind of have to have a relationship with that person. And I've had people in the past that, um, were, uh, we're really, really great at doing like a certain, you know, few things. But like we were talking about last time, um, some of those things we kind of phased out, you know, we can like the business kind of grew and it changed. And even though like this is one of my main guys when I first started, um, there wasn't a need for that stuff and his skill uh, his skills weren't there for where we needed to go. So that was a very hard decision to kind of make that move from, you know, somebody that would have been there, you know, and would, would like, you know, was really all in, but mm-hmm. they just, the, the, the skills just weren't there for the things that we needed to do to make the business grow. And that's a really difficult thing because, you know, it's like you got somebody that really wants to do their best, wants to work and they really care about, you know, what's going on. But like at the end of the day, if we don't make the right moves, um, and, and, and direct the business to where it needs to go to actually be profitable, then nobody's getting paid. And, uh, you know, so that's a hard move and that's a hard decision to make, but yeah, that's something to learn and, and definitely, uh, definitely learned that lesson a couple of times. I'm actually curious now that you bring it up and I wonder, I wonder if it's, if it makes, I know it's never easy to, you know, tell someone that they just, you can't work with them anymore or they're just not made right. for this, but I'm curious if, if it makes it easier that there are, they are contractors. So they're kind of used to going job to job, you know, it's like kind of on a job to job basis. Whereas for me, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of these people. I'm kind of, I'm actually hiring them, you know, full time yeah. or part time just cause I can't afford to have someone, you know, be like, Oh, maybe you'll work. Maybe you won't. And then I get a you know ton of jobs and I have nobody yeah. that I could depend on. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I mean, there's very different. um, I mean, our our industries are very different. And, you know, it's great to kind of have this conversation because we're coming from both ends of the spectrum. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously upsides and downsides to having contractors versus employees. Um, What I find is a lot of, you know, people in the IT field are used to being contractors, you know, it's contract jobs based on the project and things like that. You know, you have a skill set and, you know, that's kind of how it works. So that is good. Um, you know, when you get a little bit more into like, uh, you know, some of the marketing and stuff like that, you know, then you're kind of dealing with people that are used to maybe working, um, for somebody. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that is kind of a, 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 a strange fit. Sometimes you have to kind of like, you know, ease them into the transition because it's like, you know, with this type of job, you know, we, we build a team for each project, you know? And, um, so I don't, I don't, I don't hire employees because I'm not going to be able to guarantee that I'll have, I'll be able to use them for the next project because we do so many different projects that are so different. Um, you know, one day it could be print, one day it could be, you know, web design, one day it could be SEO, one day it could be, you know, social media or something like that, or, you know, whatever flyers. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, everybody kind of has to, I mean, I, I go into it saying like, Hey, if you, you know, um, if you put in your best and, you know, you do a good job, you'll definitely always be the go-to for this thing, yes. you know, 
And that's kind of like what I, that's kind of how I build things around, you know, like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'll always give the best person the most work is, you know, but, um, you know, like sometimes you, you have somebody that you think you can trust somebody that, you know, you think that, um, will be there when you need them. And that just doesn't happen. And that's something that happens with contractors, unfortunately, um, because it's kind of like being a mercenary, you know, you're out there and you're, you're doing things, but you know, it's, it's about building a relationship and, um, that's kind of like a double, double edged sword because, you know, you build that relationship and things start not working, then it's really hard to kind of let somebody go. Um, so yeah, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a struggle and, you know, but you always got to keep your eye on the prize, which is the, the, you know, the guarantee that the business is going to be profitable and the business is going to grow. And that's the overall goal for everybody. Cause if the business grows, we make more money so we can pay more people, you know, and that's, that's really what it's about. Exactly. And, and that's kind of what I, I tell some of my guys sometimes, like, you know, if, if we're not doing these jobs in time at the time we have budgeted or we're breaking stuff or whatever, like then we're going to go out of business. And that right. way it's not just that we're not making money as a business, you know, I can't pay you anymore. And it's, right. know, it's, it's a lose, lose. It really is. And that's why I want to reiterate once again, how important it is, you know, the human capital, the, how important it is to have the right people and to have the right team in place. Cause without them, you know, you're not going to grow and you can try going anywhere. You can try, you know, some people claim they do it. Maybe they do, but hmm. I would say the, the odds are against you. And you, you bring up uh, another valid, uh, another topic that definitely hits home for me. And that's sort of. You know, if you had like you had the one person that you just couldn't, you just didn't want to do that line of work anymore. It's just, you know, he wasn't suitable for the other work, but he was a great, great, you know, teammate. And I've had that, too, because initially, um, as as you all may know, you know, listening to past episodes, I was more focused on just the on demand storage and removal, you know, with with the benefiting charities portion through my resale and donations and eventually, I got more into moving jobs. I mean, you've heard my uh, you've heard my little spiel's about my New York job, about my Raleigh job just now. So we've done some cross country moves, and moves have turned into about fifty percent of our business. That being said, the reason why that even happened was because you know I the market sort of dictated um, where where we should go. And sometimes you know if you want to stay alive and you want to progress and grow overall and grow the brand you know you have to go with the market you know there there people invest for a reason and people invest in the things people hop on i guess you know they hop on for the ride it's like a term or you know you know the term i'm trying to go for but you know you hop on and you ride it you ride the waves right and you go with it and go for the ride yeah go for the ride exactly so i roll with the waves yeah and i and i had enough i had people especially that I needed people to. You know, I needed more reliability. I needed. I needed people here ready to go. So I had to go the employment route, as you know, compared to contractors. And with that, I had people that I needed to get hours. And you know, we had the tools. We had the trucks. We had everything in place. You know, we are already doing very similar, very similar line of work. We're handling people's items, and we're handling them carefully. So it was just a matter of you know, twitch, you know, moving a couple things around. And adding a whole another you know line of business, which is very similar, and at the end of the day, making us a more complete business because now we're we're a one stop shop, you no know, storage removal, moving, mm-hmm. yeah, doing it all, and and it allowed me to be able to instead of parting ways or telling people I just could barely use them, you know, once in a while, and possibly probably losing them because most of these uh, most most of my teammates here 
they want to work a lot. You know, they want to get the hours. Mm-hmm. They're usually not working any other jobs. It allowed me to keep them um, while at the same time kind of learning things on the go. And it hasn't been easy. That's one thing. It has not been easy. I can tell you straight up, you know, it has not been easy. None of this has been. But uh, but it's allowed me to really grow. Like if, if I didn't do this, if I didn't kind of maneuver and go with the market and pivots, I wouldn't have grown as much as we did. And we wouldn't be, you know, as kind of getting our name out in Chicago as much as we have recently, especially. So that's, yeah. uh, that's something that's a, that's a little tidbit and story I wanted to share from my point of view. Yeah, well, that's a really good point. I mean, we were talking about pivoting last time and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, like, um, there's two things. Some people try to do too many things when they first start out. You know, it's like when you go to a restaurant and they have a hundred things on their menu and I don't know if anything's going to be good, you know, but if you go to a restaurant and there's five things on their menu, then there's a good possibility they do those five things really well. Um, a lot of people make the mistake. They think, okay, well, if I just throw as many shots as possible, you know, then something should work. You Wait, know, and you're telling me that doesn't work. <laughs> well, it works in horseshoes and hand grenades, you know, some, I mean, some things like that, you know, but you know, it's, it's like, uh, it's, it's one of those things where if you really want to, um, be efficient with what you're going to do and you really want direction, um, you know, and, and you want long lasting relationships, obviously building a team is a huge part of kind of like designing your business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, figuring out how, how that's going to work is a really, really big aspect of, you know, being successful. Um, so if you're trying to do a bunch of things and you're trying to do them all in house and you're not, you know, even really sure what's working and what's not because there's just so much going on. It's chaotic. That's a really rough thing. Um, but on the other hand, some people have things like infrastructure that's put in place. Like for instance, for me, when we pivoted, it was because we had servers and we had, you know, the infrastructure necessary, um, to, to get into doing web design and being able to do hosting and all that stuff. Cause we had all that already in place um, from what we originally set out to do. So it was something that kind of got us from being a seasonal business, um, you know, with what we kind of like uh, initially, I, I, you know, came up with as far as what we were going to do and found out, hey, you know, this only works during the summer, spring and fall. It doesn't work in the winter. And we're in Chicago. So that's long. Oh, yeah. um, so, you know, so, uh, you know, I mean, you got to you got to kind of make some decisions. So, we, you know, we, 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 we used what we had and we built something that turned out to be much more profitable than what we originally set out to do. And the same thing with your case. I mean, you know, you're talking about on-demand storage. You're going to have trucks. You have trucks. You have people that uh, are able to do the labor. You know, you kind of have that infrastructure in place. You're an accountant, so you got everything worked out. You know what you need to do, um, right, or hopefully. Um, so it makes sense to get into moving. You have the trucks. You know, you have the trucks and you have the infrastructure, you have the people. Sometimes you got got to weigh it out whether or not these trucks are making you more money just sitting there or actually out on the road. Right. Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, it's like, you know, these are things that a business plan only goes so far. You know, when you when you first come up with something, an idea to make money, 99.9%, I would say, are bullshit because what you're actually going to end up with is not anything 
you know, like exactly what you, you writ, wrote down, you know, in your timelines and your time frames, because you don't even know what the hell you're doing. You know, you don't know what how, what's going to work, what's not going to work. You don't know. You know, there's so many different variables in place to where, you know, um, it's just uh, it's writing on a napkin is good enough. Just kind of getting started. If I think the business plan is, is most important um, just to get you in the mindset that, OK, I'm going to start doing this. As and opposed to anything yeah. else. And it's nice It's nice to have like fallbacks. It's like, okay, if this happens, I got this in my business plan. I didn't even look into this yet. And it's, you know, it's all nice in theory. It's all nice to have it out. But right. I, th- I think the beauty of it is and the beauty of being an entrepreneur and running a business. I, I know we focus a lot on, on the bad because, you know, there is there is bad. It's hard. It's not easy. It's long hours and there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's all at, pointed at you. Yeah, but the good part is, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Like, you know, you go, you adjust, like you try things out. They work, they don't. You do the next thing, and and no one is sitting here and like pointing at you and you know screaming at you, saying that you know you can't do it this way. Nope, nope. There's only one way to do it. You know, like you yeah. can go out there, and obviously, once you burn out through your money, you're done. But and that would suck. Though, uh, you know, if, if you if you have yeah. things in place, there's no reason why you can't you know experiment and have some fun with it and figure out what's right for you and you know what's right to make this business grow. Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of different structures to businesses, and you know, I mean, it really depends on what you're trying to go for. If you're trying to do the startup thing and you want the corporate office before you even learn how to run a business, that's probably a bad idea. Um, you know, learn how to make money first. You know, figure out what you're good at doing and something that people are willing to pay you to do, you know, and if if you know that you have that, then you'll never go out of business because you can always make money doing that. And, you know, chances are, if you decided to go into doing that thing, you care about it enough to where you'll go the extra mile to make it work. And, you know, a lot of people that are like, um, you know, starting businesses just because they think it's something that sounds fun. That those are the people that go out of business because their their heart's not in it. They just think it's like a, a game, you know. But this is this is life, you know. I mean, for me, like uh, I always hated working for other people. I hated. I couldn't stand it because I always thought I knew a better way to do things, you know. And some some things I was right, some things I was wrong because you don't re- yeah. you don't really know you don't really know what it takes until you get behind the wheel and start doing it yourself you know and um and that's the thing so like you know it's very important to be able to work for somebody else and kind of have that experience because you know it's like uh i tell people a lot of times um you know especially like salespeople, if i could work for myself right now i would be the happiest person in the world because i'd make so much more money because i wouldn't have to do all this other stuff that i have to do every day if I could just do that one thing that I'm getting you to do right, right, all all day because I know I could do it really well, you know, it's like, man, it's that, that's another thing about finding people, you know, and motivating people, especially from afar. You know, I mean, um, there's so many different aspects to what I do because I don't just do sales. I don't just do IT. I don't. I don't just do writing and marketing, all that stuff or design. It's all those things, you know, so I'm not like a master at every single thing. You know, like that. I mean, like I, I know how to I know what I want. You know what I mean? I, I have the idea, but I have to find somebody that'll actually make it work. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so, yeah, that that's a rough thing. Yeah, it's a story. Yeah, that's running a business. That's it. And uh, right. and 
I, sometimes you need the right mentors, you need the right people to you know help guide you. You know, because I'm not gonna lie, I, I was that person when I started off with my with my company here, Hodgepodge. I initially was kind of looking into stupid things. I was like, "Oh man, we're gonna get this awesome office downtown or something." Like, <laughs> right. why? Why would I for need what? that? For what? For we what? can't even park a truck over there. Like, where? Right. And you know, some sometimes you just need, you know, you got to talk things through and you got to realize, put your ideas out there and tell someone, and then realize how stupid it is. Oh yeah. And you know, like my mentor, he pretty much like shut me down and you know, pretty much threw me on my ass. Like, yeah, what are you like? Yeah, this is like the number one way you're gonna fail, and, right? Um, but but it's it's good, you know. You gotta, you, you know, it's out there and put it out there, and someone will quickly. Uh, that that's why there's that's why the beauty of boss to boss is so great because we talk about how, you know, it, it's actually awesome to be bossed. It is because you learn all these things. You learn, oh, yeah. you you see what your boss is doing right and wrong every day, and you're like, man, I, I would I would do it totally this way. You're getting totally paid to learn. Would, yeah. You're it's, getting paid to get a, better. It's, it's not a bad thing. It really isn't a bad thing. And right. and you you just take it though and learn it. You know, don't just come in and be a zombie every day. You know, take these days as as learning experiences while you're getting paid. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, the, the, there's another thing. There's another concept and another idea that comes up with a lot of the interviews. You know, there is a huge percentage, a majority percentage of people that are not cut out to do this just because of one reason or another, maybe they're just, you know, like I, I've talked to people and they're just like, I, I just don't want to have to do any of that. I just want to do my job and, you know, have somebody tell me what to do. That's like a huge thing. I hear that all the time. I just want somebody to tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's just a human thing. I mean, not all, uh, not everybody can be the leader. You know, um, so it's like, you, you know, it just doesn't work. And that's the thing. I think people throw them in, throw themselves into this. Um, number one, thinking that it's like the, the easy pathway to making a bunch of money. But and that's not the case. I mean, the vast majority of people will fail. Mm -hmm. And uh, it takes a long time to get yourself to the point where you're making just as much money as you were making when you were working for somebody else. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know. You have people telling you, why don't you just get a job? Why don't you just, you know, why don't you do this and that? You know, because, they, you know, they don't see the the results right away. Uh -huh. I've, had people, I've had people tell me recently, like, because I'm coming up at exactly, uh, in exactly one day, one day. Oh, okay? beautiful. In one day, it's going to be one year since HodgePodge officially registered. Um, Congratulations! So, thank you, thank you. I, I I'm gonna do like a one year recap episode next week, but it's awesome. Um, at, I just had somebody tell me recently, like, so you know, has it been worth it? Like, what 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 keeps you going? You know, I I I see, I hear everything you deal with, and you know why why do you keep going? And I get these questions all the time, and and uh, it's uh, stay tuned next week for the answers. Stay tuned next week. I'm not nice not, tease. Not not releasing any of that. Nice tease. Next week, next week, you'll find out what keeps me going and why I'm still here through the tough times and through the good times. That being said, though, um, you know, with with employees, with contractors, with a team, you know, it comes there comes these points, these pivotal points, these bad moments, and you have to fire someone. You have to let them go. And both of our industries are a little different, and we've both sort of went through it and kind of, kind of not, though. For you, Steve, for example, how do you go about it? I know you said it's not as bad because you don't see these people, but what is your go-to way for uh, releasing someone? 
Wow. Yeah, that's a good question. So a lot of the work is done for me just because they know that they're not doing what they should be doing and they kind of just bow out on their own. Um, that happens. Um, sometimes though, um, there are hard, harder situations where, you know, you have to kind of like, you know, somebody thinks that they're doing yeah. good stuff, you know, when somebody has like a higher view of kind of what they're bringing to the table. And that's, that's hard because, you know, especially in the situation where somebody like is, is actually like you're communicating with them, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're, you know, they're there, they're actually doing things and they're producing things, but in your mind, it's just not good enough. That's a very, very rough situation. And for me, um, I think that the best way to go about it is just to lay it on the table clearly, Uh you know, and explain your position. I think that um, beating around the bush and bullshitting with somebody, you know, when they're taking their time and you're paying them money and it's a transactional thing, you know, and they know like, hey, this is a business, you know, this is not personal, you know, and that that's the best way, you know, and explain, ask them questions like, okay, so this is what this is what you did. This is what we used. Uh, Do you really think that this is, you know, good enough you know do you really think that this deserves that amount of pay you know look at this other thing that we did you know this is you know just kind of like you know kind of give examples you know and uh, and i don't i don't just tell somebody you can't work for me anymore i say like unless somebody does something crazy obviously then it's just you know but like you know if you if you have somebody that's bringing work to the table consistently but it's just not good enough i i don't say like no you're just you know uh, you're, you're just not good enough or whatever. I say, get the quality up. If you can do this, if you could bring it to this level, you're good. You're good to go. You know, I, I, I you know, I always tell people, thank you. I, I appreciate the work that you're bringing to the table. You know, I value every time that we talk, you know, and that's the truth. But, you know, bottom line is, uh, you either doing what needs to be done and you're getting the job done up to the standards that need to be, uh, you know, uh, um, adhered to, uh, or you're not. So, you know, I just laid it on the table and that's, that's kind of how it goes. I mean, I'm not sure about, um, the differences with you. I mean, I figured that it would be, you can either lift this stuff and get it in the truck and you're not going to break things or you can't. And if you can't, you got this amount of times where you can break something after that, then you're done. I think that that would be a little bit more cut and dry. Um, uh, unless it is, in the- it is and it isn't. I wish it was that easy. I wish. <laughs> I wish yeah, that's it's never as easy, right? It's never no, that easy. No, right? you. There's customer communication. There's um, just work. Just just how you treat everybody else that you work with, it, whether or not you can actually work with the team, because it's just right. so much so much communication and and moving actually. I know some people might not think of it as such, especially if you don't do it or if you're not there. A lot of it is an art. Like you, you know, you have one truck, you have two trucks and you have this huge house. You have to get it all in into one area. You have to get it in there. Good. Like it's not something you just learn overnight, even though some people think that. Yeah. A lot goes into it. And, you know, there's communication, there's driving, there's, uh, there's just a lot of back and forth and it's not, it's not as, I'm glad I'm glad you made it seem like it was super easy because it really isn't. It isn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I <laughs> and, mean, when you guys were doing the moving for, for, for our place, uh-huh. you know, I mean, 
we, I didn't think it was going to take two full trucks. It's crazy. And, um, you know, and it was like stuffed, you know, we could have almost used a third truck, Mm. but, but, um, you know what your guys were doing, I mean, you got some really good guys over there. I mean, like they really were doing some Tetris, uh, stuff going on in that truck. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, another thing that's, that's a real skill is how things shift when you're driving. That's I mean, it. that's another thing. So yeah, no, I can see that. And, um, I didn't mean to make it like it was easy. And <laughs> I know it's not easy. It's never easy. None of no, this. No, no, it, it was a good buildup. You brought it in and I just shut it down. Let's shut it down. Shut yeah. It, shut it down. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, for me, for me, I haven't really had to fire people so much yet. Cause I just been constantly on the offensive and constantly just bringing more people in. Um, I guess, no, no employees actually. Uh, contractors, yes. So I did release a few contractors, and that made it so really easy for me though, because it was just like you know one guy just wasn't you know performing. That's it. He was just right. go, going to jobs, and uh, I got customer complaints right away. I told him about it. So you know, right there's a strike, and next time he got another customer complaint like the following day, and then, then next time he was complaining that he just uh, his his like feet were hurting, you know, like he couldn't go up and down the stairs. And it's like, okay, you're here. This is the kind of work you agreed to do. And now you don't want to go up and down the stairs. Right. What am I supposed to do? You know, it was, it was yeah. actually, it was pretty simple and it wasn't that hard. Like I told him like straight up, you know, like this is obviously just not, a, not, not a good relationship and, you know, not cut out for, not cut out for you, you know, and reevaluate. And, you know, if you want to come back one day, try it again, let me know. Right. But right now yeah. it's not going to work. And some people just have the skills. Some people it. don't. That's, that's it. it. I mean, and that, that is the simple thing. I mean, that, that's what makes things, you know, easy. I mean, you got to identify it and, you know, so, but there are delusional people that think they really know what they're yes. doing and they just don't, you know, and that's, that's a harder conversation. And that's, and that's the important part. You want to keep track of your communication one way right. or another with this person. So in case anybody ever comes back at you uh, with a contractor, it's not as bad, but like with an employee, you want to make sure you have something communicated that, you, yes, they did something wrong. There was a complaint. You know, you told them, right. you gave them a warning, you gave them a second warning, and then finally, you know, you let them go. You want to make sure all this is communicated. You Documented. Want to make sure, yeah, either through text messages, either through emails, or some kind of, you know, written document that was signed by you. Just something to show later on in case, you know, it does come back at you and at your face because that very well could happen and it does happen and you know, this it could lead to a very bad, uh, you know, you, you don't want to, you don't want to end up on the news for that kind of reason. You don't, you don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you end up on the news, that's, that's not good. If, if no. uh, you're, you're talking about some confrontational stuff, uh, I hope you're not uh, talking about being on the news anytime soon, huh? No, no, not over here. Not over here. <laughs> All right, I'm, tra- I'm trying to give tips. I'm trying to give tips to avoid that. So that keep was track like, of everything. Yeah. That was like, a, that was like a large jump. I didn't think you were t- going to take it to the news level there. Like hey. newsworthy. Hey, I mean, people <laughs> get fired all the time. And the next thing you know, you hear, you know, things coming out and whatnot. Scandal. So, yes. Scandal. Yeah. Scandals at hodgepodge. Don't do yeah. That. The scandals. Hear about it next week. All the scandals. They're, they're actually, you know what? <laughs> it's awesome because we do have some drama going on, We, you know, like in, inside yeah. the office and between some workers and stuff. So it's like, what, what is happening here? Like all of a sudden, you know, it's kind of like a more of a bigger, you know, company feel. Reality show. Yeah. 
It's like, yeah. wow, these things I would have never expect amongst, you know, like contractors and, you know, just people in this industry. And here you go. You know, you got one guy complaining about the other guy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so, yeah, it happens. That's one thing, though, go. like um, that that actually is like a godsend working remotely with people, mm-hmm. um, you know, not having to deal with that. I just I, I don't miss having to deal with like office drama and yeah. All that stuff, you know, uh, dealing with uh, like somebody's, somebody's, uh, you know, it's, like it's stories inevi- it's and inevitable. things like that. Yeah. Like it, just, I'm going to have to bring in HR before you know it. So. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That, that stuff I definitely don't miss, man. Yeah. Uh, work, work gets done a lot, a lot easier, uh, without that. Yeah. Right now I am HR. So it's like, yes, time to do oh, yeah. the, <laughs> hold, hold on. Arbiter. Hold on. Let me call up HR. Oh yeah. I'm right here. Hello. Hello. I'm right here. Yeah. Right. I guess the closing thoughts are, are, I don't know if I want to talk about my team, but, you know, I guess just in general, Generally. For, for anybody that's, uh, you know, starting a business or thinking about starting a business, you know, kind of just really think about, um, think about what's important to you and uh, think about where it's going to go, you know, like what, what, I don't know. I, we have to cut this. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, but, but, um, <laughs> their motorcycle threw you off, huh? In the background. I don't know what it was that threw me off. I, I was probably thrown off just because I don't even know what we were talking about before, but, um, I'll just, I'll just start free associating, man. No, just um, closing thoughts on <laughs> hiring, retaining. Is there anything else that any other tips you have for someone that's making the move to entrepreneurism and, uh, just wants to know what it's like running a team? I would say that if you're going to get into, um, you know, starting a business, first thing is to start a business, obviously, and you're probably going to start it on your own. Start thinking about things that you can do yourself. Um, start thinking about things that people will pay you to do that you could do yourself without anybody, you know, and you can run it all the way through. Um, because if you don't have that uh, foundation put in place where you can do everything that needs to be done yourself mm-hmm. first, uh, so you can always stay afloat that way and you don't have to depend on somebody else that you might not be able to depend on. Um, that's the first thing. Pick something that you're going to be able to do from start to finish and you're not going to have to cry because somebody let you down. Um, you know, that's that's probably the best advice. And then, you know, the second thing is when you start getting into, you know, getting a, a team put together and you want to start growing beyond what you can do on your own, <clears throat> doing the things that you perfected um, or close to it, you know, kind of like got that recipe doing it yourself. Um, understand that when you hire other people, it doesn't mean that you're not going to work as much as what you're working now. You know, it means you probably going to work more because there's going to be more work uh-huh. that other people are going to do. And you're going to have to do what you do. Plus, you know, all the things that go into, you know, uh, uh, managing other people and making sure that the work is done uh, to the right standards. And and I think that people overlook that people think that, Oh, well, I'll just hire a bunch of people to do it for me. I'll do it all. Right. It doesn't work. Nope, it doesn't nope. happen. Nobody does it all because, you know, nobody, you know, nobody cares about your livelihood and your business's livelihood as much as you do. And, um, you know, when you when you really seriously get to the point where you, you know, are all in do or die, then that's the way it's going to be. And you know that. And, you know, you've decided that that's when maybe you should think about doing your own business, you know, and, you know, maybe you got what it takes to do that. Uh But if you're, if you're not willing to, to, you know, work, 
from the time the sun comes up to the time the sun goes, goes down and, and past that, you know, and, and, and do things that you would never, ever in a million years do, even when somebody else is paying you, um, you know, if you're not willing to do that and, and, you know, you know, do it for nothing, probably most of the time when you're first starting out, then it's not cut out for you. Man, you, you bring up so many topics here, so many points. I'm like, whoa, uh, you know, you got my head going all types of directions and I'm over right. here, like just trying to think about uh, the topic at hand, but you got me thinking of 10 other episodes we could do now. Oh, yeah. That's a different topics because I could just go on and on and on about each one of these situations because I sure as hell disagree and I and agree with the, some of them too. But that's the beauty of it, you know. You, everybody has their own way of doing it, and there are there's no secrets. There's no secret recipe, right? We one way that's right, and one way that's wrong. And yet, at the end of the day, you have to get out there. And then the I think the best advice could be is just get out there and just do it. Just, just start just doing do it. something. Right? Do something. Do, do something. You know, failure is part of it, like everybody says. But you know, there is no secret. And if somebody tells you they have the answer, they have the secret, then mm-hmm. run. Run because it's bullshit and uh, run, nobody run, knows run. how to run your life. Nobody knows how to run your life and run your business uh, other than you. Yeah. So you, that you probably don't either. <laughs> nope. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Goddamn thing. I don't and know here, what I'm doing. Here I am. Here I am. And I, I just show up. Right. I just show up and I sign people's checks. Right. <laughs> and a business right. runs itself. Oh, yeah. That yeah. being said, I hope you guys enjoyed another episode. Um, we're definitely going to continue some of these topics. So be on the lookout. Next week, be on the lookout for my uh, one-year anniversary of HodgePodge episode. And uh, yeah, there's some, some teaser questions of why I still do this that will be answered. So stay tuned. If uh, if, if you're still interested in the logo contest, we uh, we might have a winner. You know, we, we might, we might not, but we're still taking some last-second entries. Last second. I mean, we'll, we'll squeeze you right in if you if you hit us up now. The, uh, the email for that is contest at boss2boss.com with the number two in there. Um, besides that, you, uh, I hope you're crushing it. I hope you, uh, keep crushing the rest of your week. R&R 36, right? 36. 36. Man. Yeah. You Man. believe it? It's been, it's been 36. Real. Steve, it's been real. Hopefully we talk again soon. Uh, hopefully you don't have to edit this out too much because, uh, low key, low key. I don't like talking to you too much. But, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Of course. Hope you all crush the rest of your week and we'll be talking again soon. Peace. That is all for this episode of Bossed to Boss. Your next step is to visit bossedtoboss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is Bossed, the number two boss.com. And remember, The time is now.